Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb through the middle of the street of the city. On either side of the river is the tree of life with its twelve kinds of fruit, producing its fruit each month, and the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. Nothing accursed will be found there anymore, but the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads, and there will be no more night. They need no light of lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, this is our final Revelation text that we have for our preaching series that we've been doing on Revelation. We actually have another reading right before this out of chapter 21, and that one's kind of familiar to people. Um, well, it's the new heaven and the new earth, the new creation, and, and you see the holy city coming down out of heaven onto onto earth, and 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 this new earth, which is it's an interesting topic because we always talk about well, our loved ones are in heaven, uh, when when in some ways we almost want to be talking about well, no, we're looking towards a new heaven and a new earth, the the new Jerusalem being here, that 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 we will be uh, in in a place and where all the fullness of the broken of creation uh, will be fixed, will be mended, and, and creation will be uh, new again in Jesus, in God himself. And then we have this text from, from chapter 22, which uh, depicts this beautiful image showing the river of the water of life. And it uh, I was thinking back as I was reading it, it just came to me like two seconds ago, the the story in Ezekiel in which, yeah, I can't find it. Anyways, the story in Ezekiel where it's the river of life coming out of the new out of the, the new temple, out of the new city, the new Jerusalem, and you go a little ways and, and the water's ankle deep, and then you go a little ways and it's shin deep or knee deep, and you keep going, and then you get to the point where it's over your head, and it's just this this flow, flowing water of life that, that cares for us, that, that covers the earth in all its glory, giving life to us and, and, and to the world. And, and it says that it's going through the middle of the street of the city that you have to wade through it, like we're talking Venice or something like that. The, the river of the water of life doing that. And then it says, on either side of the tree is the tree of life, with its 12 kinds of fruit. On either side of the tree, it gives this beautiful picture of almost a bayou, right? Where you have trees on either side, and you have this canopy that, that overshadows you. And that, that the fruit is given to you in, in due season. It's given to you all year round, 12 months out of the year. There's no season in which you will not find fruit on this tree that is overshadowing you. It almost gives this picture for me in my mind of, of the tree of life shading us from any possibility of hardship or pain, removing all of that from us. Where in the, the, the reading that, that uh, in chapter 21 that we're gonna have on Sunday talks about how he's gonna wipe every tear from your eye and there will be no more weeping, no more mourning, no more sadness, no more pain, no more nothing and to have this, this tree of life covering us. And then I love how it talks about how the leaves from it are given. The leaves uh, 
are given for the healing of the nations. Think about that. Think about the divisions that we have in our world today, where we are not a world more more united. We're a world more divided. If you think about it, remember when I was younger, but before the, the, the Berlin Wall came down and the, and the crumbling of the Soviet Union, you had Yugoslavia, you had Czechoslovakia, you had <laughs> all of these places uh, in, in the world. And then after the wall came down and after the crumbling of the Soviet Union, the only thing that was holding those nations together was authoritarianism, compelled uh, life together. And then once all of that retreated, what ended up happening? We had civil war, we had strife. And so now Czechoslovakia is the Czech Republic and Slovakia. Yugoslavia is now Slovenia and Serbia and Bosnia, Herzegovina and, and Macedonia and uh, Moldova, all these countries that have split off from what once was one whole country, now are all these separate different countries because people have decided we're going to go with our people group, right? We have our own culture, we have our own language, we have our own values, we have our own things, and so we're gonna go with our own group. And you can see that in the world, uh, it's, you can see that on high school campuses, you can see that on college campuses, you can see that just in life in general. People segregate themselves out because we uh, just do. It's part of our sin nature, this decision that we make in which well, I'm only going to spend time with people that look like me. I'm only going to spend time with people that talk like me. I'm only going to spend time with people that vote like me. Think about that. We were talking about it at Limbo the other night about how we always find our bubble. We always find our capsule to hide in. And then we never know what's happening outside of those, outside of that, uh, of, of what's going on there. And here we're told at the end of time, when the fullness of everything has come through, when all the brokenness is mended, all of that, the leaves of the tree of life are going to be there for the healing of the nations, the healing of that breach between us, where all our sin is going to be gone, all our sin is going to be forgiven, all our anger, all our pain, all our angst, all our anxiety, all of that is going to be cast out. All of that is going to be thrown out and the nations are going to be healed and brought together. I wonder, are we ready for that? Do we see that as a good thing? Tonight, uh, or last night, we had uh, uh, Theology on Tap where we're looking at Dietrich Bonhoeffer's life together and in it he talks about how the uniting of the people of God into the body of Christ is a reality. It's not a utopia. It's not a perceived goal. That it is something that has happened. And that we have to get used to that. We have to realize that that is the case. Well, here it's painted for us that we're going to be united together in, in what is termed a, an all-inclusive community of, of loving people. 
people loving us, us loving God, us being loved by God, allowing ourselves to be loved, allowing ourselves to be open, and, and being in a, a place in which we discover, for instance, here it says that, that we're going to be worshiping before the throne of God and before the Lamb, that we're going to have his name put on our foreheads almost as though we're branded as property of, um, but that it's his name that we have now his name that is given to us. Just like in our baptism, we're marked with the cross of Christ forever on our foreheads. Uh, his, his name, his life bestowed on us. And now we only live in that life, living in the resurrected Jesus, living in the life of God there, that, that we don't have to worry about our own lives, our own worries, our own anxieties about whether whether our life is going well or not. Instead, we're living in his life. And then I love the fact that darkness will be no more. That it won't be a place in which we will, uh, we will see darkness. That God will be our light. God will be our lamp. God will be our candles. God will be uh, our, our solar panels. God will be all those things for us. So that uh, we do not have to worry about those things anymore. I wonder if any of you are, are scared of the dark. Uh, I used to be when I was a little kid. I used to be scared of the dark, and I don't know, maybe maybe I still am. I have no idea. <laughs> it could be, could be. But to think about that just enough of itself. Think about that. Parents, grandparents, if, if you have a child that's scared of the dark, how could you use this passage to talk about the love of Christ, the love of God with them? That it is in God that darkness is no more. That in uh, Psalm uh, 139, it says that even darkness is light to God. How might we enjoy that? How might we live in that? That in the darkness of this world, we trust and know that God is the light that we need. Well, may that be so. Let us pray. O Lord, we beseech thee, let thy continual pity cleanse and defend thy church. And because it cannot continue in safety without thy succor, preserve it evermore by thy help and goodness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, church, go in peace, serve the Lord. We'll see you tomorrow with our gospel reading.